What's up fam? Stoner Mom here letting you know we've got brand new strains of our premium smokable hemp flower over at happyflowercompany.com. Happy Flower Company is our family owned hemp that is high in CBD, terpene rich, hand trimmed and organically grown. And best of all, thanks to the 2018 Farm Bill update, hemp flower is federally legal in all 50 states. Visit us at happyflowercompany.com and use code MADAZ15 for a 15% discount. That's M-A-D-A-S-1-5. Bye! What's up, stoners? You are listening to Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users brought to you by thestonermom.com. That is me. I am the stoner mom, but you can call me Catherine. And I am joined, as always, by my wonderful husband, David. Hello. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, and talk all about cannabis, our lives, the world, and much more. Much more. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? <clears throat> well, your chair is really noisy. I know. I switched this bottom of this chair out for the one upstairs because my daughter broke it. Mm-hmm. But now they both work. Oh, my God. But this one just sounds like complete. <laughs> Could you have picked a worse chair to record you know a what? podcast? I'm just going to sit still. I'm going to force myself <laughs> through sheer will. To Do you want to use that chair? No. You know why? Why? Because that acrylic chair, whatever that substance is, yes. like in the summertime when you're wearing shorts... Your legs get sweaty. Mm -hmm. They stick to it. And then when you get up, it's painful. It's like, Mm. you know. It also looks bad from underneath. Yeah. If you're like the cat. Or Max. And you look up. Like, ew. Oh, my God. That's gross. (laughs) (laughs) That's why chairs should not be see-through. It's like when people put their butt on a copy machine. It's worse. It's worse than that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there. We've outed ourselves for having acrylic chairs that are see-through. They're Ikea chairs. You know, they're very cute. Yeah. They're very useful. Anyway, I'm feeling like uh, definitely not high. So Mm -hmm. I think we need to get into libation corner. Let's libation corner it up. Okay. Magic. Oh. Welcome to the Libation Corner. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. I think you look very beautiful. And I love the dress that you're wearing. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. It's from Forever 21 from like 15 years ago. You might think that a garment from Forever 21 couldn't possibly make it that long. But this one can. But this one, I have the one. I have the one. Yeah, when the buyers were shopping for it, you know, they were like, well, we're out of this colorway, but we have this other one that's a little more pricey and expensive because it's made better. I don't think it is. I think it just has, like, the least amount of seams. Like, yeah. the dress is literally, like, this one is sewn to this piece. This piece is sewn <laughs> to That's okay. It looks good. It's a cute little it's cutie. It's a t-shirt material. I'm very gentle on it. Yeah. You only wear it on certain days. I actually, that's not true. I oh. actually use it sometimes as a bathing suit cover up. Oh. I don't know why we're talking about my dress, though. Well, I don't either, but who cares? Because we're in Libation Corner. So, what are you libating on today? Um, I'm not sure. I'm because help you. I think you added something. It was Ghost Haze, yeah. which the other day was really making us very stupid. Right. We smoked it and then. Together as a couple mm-hmm. in the lanai yes. while enjoying each other's company. And then we stared off into different directions <laughs> for a very extended we period. We did? Of time. Were we listening to music? 
Yeah. And like, like I was probably staring at my phone and I think yeah. you were listening to music and then, well, I and then like 30 minutes later, you're like, man, this stuff really gets me high. Yeah. So well, I mixed it with sour Pez. We're hoping that that's a better <clears throat> combination for podcasting. Yeah, I hope so. We'll see. I like sour Pez. I thought sour Pez was pretty uplifting. How does it all smell? Oh, it smells so our new grow is cured pretty much. I mean, really, honestly, it's today is supposed to be the dead last day of the curing process of the most recent. Yeah, it was like first he harvested all of that indica, indica. Then he harvested all of his legal grow. Mm-hmm. We say legal because that's the name of the dispensary where right. he got those clones. Yep. Um. And most of those were sativas, correct? They were all sativas. And now you have yet a th- another grow. I have. I'm, I'm about to have another one. So. So two. It's just a lot of weed that we have. I know, but this is like you know how in the nice times of the year the squirrels forage for nuts and yes. hide them. Yes. So that's what we're doing. We're like really getting it stockpiled. So then. I'm free in the fall, in the fall and winter months to grow hemp, to try to pheno hunt hemp and stuff like that. I guess this is all like not what we're libating on. But like, no, sorry. It's still important. I, I mean, mean, not yeah. important, but it's interesting. It is. Because um, I feel like we are now at this place where we have all of these different strains right. in large quantities. Mm-hmm. Some strains more than others. And we have to get really serious about storing them. Mm-hmm. You know? And and making sure they all have those things, those integra, integra. Oh my gosh. I got to, okay. I got to say something about that real quick. Okay. So Uh no, it's good. So, you know, I mean like I have been pretty much anti using those types of things. Yes. I have too in the past. Yeah. Because they either make your weed way too wet and they take, they steal all the trichomes out of it. But I will say on this grow, I dried myself a little too much with my dehue because um, I turned off the humidifier too early and it was a little dry. So I threw some Integra packs in there and, and man, it has regulated the temperature perfect. Like that weed is perfect. It's not too <clears throat> wet. It's not too dry. I think those things are awesome to use. How's that wine? Yeah, I think with those things, you just have to get the right balance yeah. and it can be difficult. And if you're like using a different brand, you have to figure it out. And then I'm sure it varies grow to grow, like harvest yeah. to harvest, because of, you know, it's an organic substance that is not always the same. For sure. So I've been frustrated with them. I've totally used them to save weed before. They have they serve a very important purpose. Well, I would say the Bavita packs are completely different from the Integra things. Yeah. The Bavita packs seriously rehydrate stuff. Yes. Whereas this stuff doesn't just rehydrate. It'll either take away or add humidity. I mean, it's pretty cool and it has a little like cardboard gauge that you throw in there and if it's when it turns blue it's done yeah it's cool they so, work yeah i put them in all our happy flower orders i give them to everybody who orders from us that's very nice of you. <laughs> i've just got so many of them so like storing all of our strains in the basement where they're not like super accessible like that's always where he's like stored our um our, our major supply you know because we can lock it away yeah um in the grow room but uh I'm going to start taking smaller amounts into my personal stash. What I used to do is like David would fill up these huge safes for me. And so it was definitely over an ounce per strain. Yeah. Um, And I just don't smoke fast enough for that. And in that time, 
you know, my weed gets super dry. Obviously I could be using Bovita packs and stuff, but like, I just don't for my personal daily stash. And I feel like I'm going to start shopping my home dispensary that I have. That is just for me. Yeah. I'm going to come down like every day or two. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. And he's going to show me what strains I've got. Right. And I'm going to think about what I need to get done in the next two days. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make my, my choices like that. Okay. I feel like we're going to waste less weed. What did I just say? Waste less does that sound right? Waste less weed. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Because I mean, what, wait, wait, and what you mean by that? Because you heard wasted, wasteless. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I was using something in the wrong tense. But yeah, yeah I, I definitely waste a ton of weed just within my own personal stash. Because like I have huge grinders, so I'll grind up a bunch of weed. Then I want to change my mind and have a different strain. And I don't have the ability without dumping out what's in my grinder. So then I dump it into some thing and then I forget what it even is and so then I don't even want to touch it later. Mm-hmm. Um I also leave weed out like over the weekends when it's just David and I living like single wild people Woo! with no kids. I will leave like huge nuggets that any other person in a non-legal state would like save and like you know mm-hmm. like take such good care of and I'll leave them out and then they get super dry or whatever, you know. I'm just yeah. always Talking about having mindful cannabis practices and knowing what you want to accomplish from a specific stoner session. And I need to apply that same mindfulness to my supply, especially in times when it's like it's not fair that, you know, not everybody has, you know, safe, easy access to this, which is medicine for many people. You know, I have to treat it with honor. You do store it correctly. You absolutely should choose it mindfully. So we talked about this not long ago. Um, You had showed me, I think, a picture of a weed storage, like wine storage or something. Oh, yeah. Yes. Just on Pinterest, looking at different um, wine cellar shelves. So what I want to do, honey, is um, in the grow room, there's a little nook right now um, that goes into the wall, Uh probably about a foot. And then it... Anyway, it's just like a little nook. And that's where <clears throat> overhead I, I put jars of weed up there because there's like a little area, right? Yes. Um, what I want to do is take that nook and I want to f- research what's the best wood for storing weed in. And I want to build out a little compartment that comes out of the nook about another foot and then has a door on it. Whoa, sorry. A door on it. Um, and we can just store our weed in that thing. And it'll be like a little mini weed humidor. Hmm. What do you think? Like, but we'll put it, I mean, like right now it's stored in totes, like solid black totes that are light proof in jars. And those jars are my curing jars. But what if I took those jars out and put them in the. My fantasy is. What's your fantasy? It's what, 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 what's your fantasy? Let me be your fantasy. See, this is the word, the song association game I'm talking about. Like I had a completely different song from you. From the word fantasy. Wow, dang. Do you see? It's fun, especially when you're high. Okay. Okay. We're going to play that one day on this podcast. It'll be horrible because we're going to be singing the whole time. That'll be okay. Um, My fantasy is in that room, in that nook. It's just a fucking shelf that we went to the store and bought. And it's like a wine cellar shelf. Okay. With a little. One of the cheapo ones where it's almost like a slatted look, you know? Yeah. And then we only have uniform mason jars, 
you know, with a little, the little thing. So they, I don't even think it needs to have that because I think the more you build something in, it's like, it limits you. So now it's like the jar has to be that size of the zoop. You know? Yeah. This is the worst podcast ever. It's not. Listen. Okay, okay, okay. So, so, so and then I want them to lay on their sides, mm-hmm. and then I want you to have a label machine in your grow room, mm-hmm. and you on the lid of each thing. Well, I've been taking the Happy Flower Company circle stickers yeah. and printing out, like, well, I've just been writing on them, but I could print them out, because I put the date that I started yes. carrying it on there, and I... Yes. Okay, so here's a compromise between our two ideas. I feel like your idea is just my idea... Behind doors, right? Yeah, but it doesn't even have, it doesn't need a door. So, I mean, like, I could literally build shelves in that nook that, you know, just with pieces of wood. Uh-huh, yeah. And done. And then uh-huh. we're finished. Yeah, I feel like it's the, the shelf I imagine is the type of thing that is not that expensive or yeah. that you could easily, like, thrift. Right, but it has to be able to fit in that nook perfectly. That's true. So just, we could just buy slabs that wouldn't screw them in there. And these jars that we're talking about, they're the bigger ball jars, right? Yeah, the ones that we have that are like half a I gallon. just don't want like slots because like what if you grow a strain that's like, okay, we only have a little bit of this and it's like this weird hemp run that we right. did or whatever, you know? Anyway, we just really talked about. It's okay. It's part of Libation Corner because we libate on it. Organization. And that's our home grow. But did you tell them what I was smoking? You did. No. It's ghost haze. And then, and then the mix <laughs> is that I added into it before the podcast is uh, Sour Pez. So, yeah, we're like experimenting with these new strains because they're now everything is beautifully cured. And some of this most recent stuff from the legal grow that you did but the one i think you're referring to that i brought into the lanai and you were like oh my gosh this is covered with trichomes that one was sour pez is that a legal one yeah they all are legal ones yeah so anyway looks very good very trichomey that's what we're smoking yeah what are you, are you drinking something there too? I also have a glass of wine, even though it's, I don't know what time. Honey, it's 1.30 in the afternoon. That's okay. We're enjoying our last few hours of uh, childlessness mm-hmm. until our children come. Yes. So that involves a little bit of libating and podcast mm. recording. Um, and then I do have some concentrates. What do you got there? I have today my Wes Edison... Uh, cannabis concentrates. Nice. I've got ghost glue butter. That is an indica. And I've been mixing it with this stuff, which I don't know what it is. I'm sorry, but it's also from there. And I also don't know what this is. I think those are, you know, special experimental things. So I guess what I'm using today is the ghost glue butter. Okay. Indica. I've been having a lot of anxiety lately, which I have not been. Oh, I've also got this amazing champagne wax. So do gonna, you like that stuff? I do. And so, and the champagne wax, God, what was the strain? It was like sour diesel or something. Something very, um, that I've used uh, quite a bit. So, and that is from Ajoya, um, here in Colorado. So I'm going to mix the two during this session. This Indica, uh, from Wes Edison concentrates and this champagne wax i think it's sour diesel yummy what the heck is going on with this concentrate thing you gotta push down oh there you go sometimes i'm not strong enough because it gets sticky so that's what i'll be dabbing on i'm using my g-pen connect on my little dab rig as always for the show it's like my favorite way to dab i'm gonna talk about that later and we busted out our pretty vitae bong this mm-hmm. week which is like a modular bong. I like this kind of um, This is just like a 
fancy beaker style. It's got all sorts of percolations in there and a fixed down stem. And I like it. It's nice. You don't have to worry about it breaking. So that is it. That is our libation corner. There's a lot to libate on. Well, I'm going to talk about what I'm libating on. Oh, now. shit. So okay. I, <laughs> I thought um, we were libating on the same thing. No, I went to the liquor store before this because I was like, I don't have any alcohol. And I got, uh, I, well, who cares? But uh, I ended up picking up. You got your reward money. I and did. It made I got you my, so happy. I did. So I was able to pick up my, a bottle of wine from my wife for free. And I had money left over. So I bought um, some bourbon. And here's what I'm going to do moving forward. Because you bought me that beautiful decanter set. Uh, okay. So I also bought, they also had a limited run mixtures uh sour mash bourbon which you can only get certain times of the year yes so i got that and i dumped that in my decanter and i'm not that's like the fancy stuff if you want to have a drink and it's a special occasion or whatever you can drink this otherwise you drink this elijah craig stuff over here which is what i'm drinking right now the elijah craig stuff i think that's a good approach yeah and that way you know it's like boom let's just once the bottle's done then you don't have any more alcohol because you can't count the decanter. Yeah. You just get more of your regular alcohol. Cheapo. <laughs> Uh-oh. Can you hear my dab sizzling? Here we go. David's losing it. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> I guess that's the end of Libation Corner, right? Yeah. Um, Is there anything else you want to say? Nope. That covered it. Happiness. <laughs> continued libating. David had a really rough hit there. I did. I had to pause it. Because <laughs> we had to leave the establishment. <laughs> it's bad. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>
call. I swear to God. Well, that's probably right. (laughs) Um, It was like that and like, you know, um, (coughs) quarantine, but quarantine oftentimes refers to something different, you know? Anyway. Okay. So assuming we go back to that. Well, anyway. Yes. Uh, Lockdown. Uh That's what you're nervous about when school is happening? No, I'm just saying in the future, we're supposed to be open to the idea that like there could be lockdown events, you know, for two weeks. Well, who knows? Like, who knows if there's a huge resurgence like there was and it's identical to the one in the beginning. Like, why wouldn't they do the same fucking thing and like shut everything down? Shut down. Maybe that's the word it was. Shut down. Sounds good. Anyway, how is it? We are not sick. We're feeling we're feeling good. Yeah, I'm feeling great. We have no access to. We do. We hit the mother load with 409. Yeah, we got 409. We got two gallons. Our Centivia, we'll just never see it again. <clears throat> I read a whole article about Clorox products and Lysol products and like, just like this type of, of event has never happened in that industry, that sector, the disinfectant cleaning yeah. household sector, like ever. So mm-hmm. <laughs> they are like totally behind and screwed, you know, and you have to like meet these never anticipated anticipated demands under conditions where it's like everybody has to be 10 feet away from each other and like you know and half of you are here it's unprecedented for the cleaning product industry i'll tell you what is what i learned those people though like the 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 person like not clorox level but a couple rungs down on the ladder of disinfectant who own businesses. Okay. Those people are millionaires. Now. <laughs> like we know a I guy. I can't think of a brand. We know a guy through my work and they specialize in uh, sanitizing grow rooms. Yeah. Oh. Well, since this happened, they have ton. They have gallons and gallons and drums of cl- sanitization products or however the word is. And those, that guy's like, I've done the most. My profits this year so far have been um, equal to the last five years of my business. Like that guy is just like, ro- like busy, like crazy. People look for sanitizing <clears throat> products everywhere. There yeah. were all sorts of. There are all sorts of CBD companies that sell hand sanitizer now or don't have like purchase and donate oh, yeah. programs and stuff because they already had the means to make hand sanitizer. It's just like the distilleries and. You know, different cities yeah. with whatever those are called. I think alcohol. <laughs> well, I, I'm curious to see. The one thing I haven't looked at at the liquor store is if ethanol exists anymore. Because I have a feeling. To buy. Because ethanol is right under isopropyl alcohol. Yeah. Like, it's like, do you want to go to the next level? Yeah. So we are in <clears throat> the, we are now officially out of rubbing alcohol in mm. the Van Eaton household. It took out. us till June. I think we did pretty good. We did good. We stocked up in the beginning, not too much, but like every time we could, a, a bottle here, a bottle there. I got that 420 formula stuff or whatever it's called. I, is that I what it's that's called? What it's formula called, yeah. 420. That's what it is. Um, and that helps stretch out your alcohol supply. Not alcohol, rubbing alcohol, <laughs> isopropyl. <laughs> and then at the end, when you get to the end of your bong cleaning solution, you guys, and you get all that shitty, just like salt or abrasive, whatever's in there. You can just add rubbing alcohol to that and shake it up and yeah. have it for an extended period of time. But now I can't find rubbing alcohol. So I guess those days are gone <clears throat> until who knows when. I have a three over three quarters of the way full bottle in the grow room. I just what? Yeah. You have to keep that though, because the grow needs <clears throat> like you can't trim, you can't yeah, do that I kind can't. of stuff without rubbing alcohol. There's so like, I mean I could use formula four twenty if I Oh, I guess to. you could, huh? Yeah. 
That's true. Anyway, <laughs> either way, you know what though? When legalization happened in Colorado, we were the first state to do it. David and I were together <clears throat> and watching it all happen, right? Mm-hmm. And the amount of times over the next few years that you would find yourself saying there is no rubbing alcohol at Target is hilarious. Yeah. Like, and it was such a stoner thing. And then it would open up, legalization would open up in another state. And then you'd see people that live over there, like, bitching about how there's no rubbing alcohol. Yeah. So it's like the stoners, the stoners are really dependent on what do people use rubbing alcohol for normally? Like for wounds Yeah, and stuff? well, you have a bottle in your house for, yeah, <clears throat> sterilization. Yeah. Just like hydrogen peroxide, you know. Okay. I would use, um, like I just recently found a sprayer bottle in our closet when I cleaned the cl- coat closet. It's full of rubbing alcohol because I was spraying our kids' sneakers last summer because they stink so bad. Dang. <laughs> so anyway, I found that and I was like, oh, Yes. Yoink. See, we got some. <laughs> and that can be used to, for bong cleaning. That spray, I bet. <laughs> the foot cleaning spray? <clears throat> yeah. Or f- we can continue to use it for foot cleaning. Okay. Well, that's us talking about rubbing alcohol for an extended right. period Sorry. of time. Sorry. <laughs> what else was the other thing we were going to talk about? You said Catherine went to the zoo. Uh-huh. Mask and ear savers. We need them. We're just going to buy them off of Etsy. But we do want them. Well, don't you want to talk about the zoo? Okay. Um, yeah, I went to the zoo. The zoo reopened in Denver. And the first two days they reopened to just members. So, and it's all different now. And you have to reserve your time slot and everything. It's like you have to get tickets like for a special event. So I did that on one of the members days and it was so <clears throat> nice, fun, clean. You do have to wear a mask the whole time. They are serious about it. Um, and Denver's pretty good about it. Kids above three had to wear it. I will say it was a hot day and it is a bitch wearing your mask <laughs> outside at the zoo on a hot day. So I would advise... Don't go when it's hot. Yeah. Go first thing in the morning. Reserve your spot first thing. Anyway, it was so nice because it was just so uncrowded. So you never really felt super crowded by weirdos or anything. And um, there were so many zoo workers everywhere. And you guys, they sit on these. This is new to the zoo. They have like these lifeguard tower structures that they sit on now. And so they have shade on them. And they can answer all of your questions and direct traffic because now traffic through the zoo is just one way, right? But you can't get close to them because they're up high (laughs) and you can't climb on their structure. I was like, that is the smartest thing I've ever seen (coughs) because I was asking them questions and where's the baby rhino? Because we got a new baby rhino. So we did that. We saw that. The girls are at a fun age where it's like kind of easy to do this kind of thing with the masks and stuff. And we can just leave whenever we want to. So if I had younger kids, I might still be freaked out. But anyway, worked out. Good for the Denver Zoo. Yeah, I was happy happy to be given them my money, of which I gave a lot. Yeah. Because I, I renewed our membership. I had to buy sunscreen because I forgot to put sunscreen on only one of my kids. Oh, my God. The fairest of my kids. <laughs> and so I had to spend $10 on that. And then our drinks were like $30. Jeez. Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got three drinks. And there were two bottles of water and one Sprite, a can of Sprite for me. 30 bucks. 30 bucks. I'm not kidding you. <clears throat> and then 
then <clears throat> wow. Then we went to the Jesus. gift shop at the what? end, and I bought myself a drum. And <laughs> How much was the drum? Thirty bucks. <laughs> like so that's equal drinks. to three drinks. <laughs> or it, it couldn't have been thirty bucks, but yeah, it, it, it could have been. God, maybe it was seventeen bucks. Well, either way, that's a better deal than the drinks, man. <laughs> anyway, no, no, not the drum. <clears throat> the drinks, the drinks. Now I'm like, there's no. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe, like, I mean, that's more expensive than a movie theater. Drink. I would say that. I mean, they were the big, big smart waters. Those were probably like five bucks. Yeah, not ten, right? Not ten. Five. Don't 50. ever buy ten dollar smart water unless you need to. Honey, the other choice was Dasani. Well, then, yeah, you got to buy it because Dasani's not water. <laughs> <laughs> it's some alternative <laughs> beverage. I don't know. I just had this fantasy that you could, like, still buy, like, a fountain soda drink with, like, a, a elephant ear straw. Yeah, coming through at the top of his head. That wasn't, like, an option anymore. It's like you can have a can of Sprite and it's $7. <laughs> and I just did it. because. Wow. Oh, and I also got Dippin' Dots. Those are probably like forty dollars. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it okay, was. Fun. Anyway, I enjoyed myself. I'm glad. Okay, then you said mask and ear savers. Yeah, um, I'm really concerned about this because twice now I have I've had to go up to work and work a long period of time doing stuff like when I did the defoliation and man my ears feel like they're gonna fall off you yeah. know. So, we're so really I can't imagine the what the kids. kids are going to be like in school. So we got to solve that problem over the next month or two. And I think ear savers are the way to go. What do you all think? Let us know. <clears throat> There's those plastic things that we saw, the clips that you just hook your ear things on. But my concern, honey, is that like sometimes those masks, the ear loops aren't long enough and they're too tight. So I can't imagine pulling it beyond your ears. To so hook on. You're not really. So then you get a longer Clip, clip, okay. like especially for you, like you'd get an extended. But yeah, but then clip. let the plastic thing dig into the back of your ears. And you just have. Oh no, it's not that long. Oh okay. I don't think it's that long. You're just gonna have to get them and see. We're gonna have to figure it out. We're They're gonna have to literally start like ninety nine cents on Etsy. The plastic ones. It's nuts. Um, and then there's all the cute ones, or maybe you know somebody who's crocheting them. I should probably force Victoria to crochet <clears throat> us some ear savers. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's it for that. You also put down, we have been contemplating eating out as a couple. Yeah, because I asked you that the other day. And you said you would do it if you could sit outside. Oh, for, yeah. Yeah. I would not sit inside, no. Okay. So, there you go. <laughs> We're well, con- contemplating It's that. been contemplated. Well, you got to really tempt me with the place <clears throat> and the opportunity. Yeah, I'd have to. I mean, I haven't. It's hard because... I don't look on restaurants based on their outdoor seating. So now I got to start looking at that. Really want to. Here's why. <clears throat> why? Because you eat without your mask on. And yeah. I don't want to be like six feet from somebody else without their mask on. Basically, is how I feel. Right. Like, I'm not a big believer in the six feet. I'm a believer in the mask. The mask. Because it's 40% less. Because it's covering the shit coming out of people's noses and mouths. I mean, yeah. the... <laughs> Yeah, and you so, want them to wear it. Well, yeah. So, like, when I envision myself really enjoying <clears throat> a, an outdoor dining experience with yeah, you right yeah, now, yeah, I am mask free so that I can eat my food, right? And there's nobody else around me, and I'm outside, right? And that's just like that's not going to happen. That's called a picnic. The- 
<laughs> right? So I think that's the, that's what I'm ready for. A picnic? <laughs> yes, okay. with you. Maybe we pick up food and then go eat it outside somewhere, like yeah. a picnic. Yes. Okay. I'm fine with that. There we go. That's the solution. There, we talked that out. Okay, Lanai makeover hangout area. It's gorgeous. I can see it from here. We've really concentrated on the Lanai. Yeah, it's nice. It's I think we've done a good job in getting it where we want it to be. We've been spending so much time out there, mm-hmm. bringing our bong out sometimes. Um, have the kids hung out there? Not, Not really. really. They don't care. David does his work all week out there. I do my meetings out there. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Um, we listen to music out there. We spend hours out there. We need a dedicated outdoor Sonos. Someday. Yeah, I know. I That's what we should that. tell my parents for Christmas. Okay. You still got to bring it in because someone can swipe it. Oh, swipe it. <clears throat> swipe or no swiping. Anyway. Okay, um, well, it looks oh, lovely. Yeah. One more thing. What oh, is we've it? got a few more things. Okay. Well, okay. So next is we were going to talk a little bit very briefly about maybe you're going to tile next weekend. Yes, I am going to tile next weekend. David it's not a maybe. A well, do you want to talk about that is what I mean the maybe is. Yeah, I really do. You really want to talk out anything? I want to talk about my experience with Home Depot. Because oh I, I'm never <laughs> shopping at Home Depot again as long as I live. Okay. okay. Yes. If I can help it, I shouldn't say that because what no. if I have to? If you can help it. Is, if I can help is it. Is the addition. Yes. <clears throat> so, you know, I mean, everybody has Home Depot. It's just very, like, easy. But I'm done. Because our customer service sucks. I placed an order, a very substantial, expensive order to tile, like, everything you need to tile a bathroom. I did that over a week ago, and my order was not ready for pickup until, like, yesterday or the day before yesterday. And this was after many times. I'm not like I get it. It takes time to do stuff. But when a company reaches out to you and is like, your thing's going to be ready tomorrow. So just tomorrow is fine. And then you don't hear anything for two days after that. Then you call and you're like, man, I ordered this like four days ago. What's going on? I know it's just there's this one thing. That we is a level. We don't have it. We're trying to get it. And I was like, I don't need it. Can I come pick up my stuff? You'll get a notification tomorrow. Yes. No notification. Two more days go by. We we don't have this level. We just don't have it. Oh, my God. And then I was like, get a different fucking level. I don't care. You know, OK, we'll do that. And then it'll be ready tomorrow. <laughs> so then I get a notification. Your stuff's ready to come pick up. So I call them. No, they call me and they go, we got a problem with your order. Your tile's out. We don't have your tile. And it's like, God damn it, you had it a week ago when I placed the order, but since you guys have messed around so long and not got my order together, it wasn't there. So we had to choose different tiles. So we've had to make many changes. I had to go up there two times since I picked up my order. I finally have everything. I just like, I think that they're too big and they don't communicate well with one another. I think that's all the problem is, you know, plus they don't treat their employees very well from what I understand during Corona time. (laughs) So yeah, I haven't had a good experience. Um, So I'm going to start shopping at Lowe's or Ace Hardware or something like that. And that's what I'm going to do. I think that's wise. I think you should shop right now where you feel safe shopping as far as like who is protecting their employees and therefore you, you know, who's protecting their employees from you, because that's how if an employee feels that they have the safety to call their boss and say that I am not feeling good and I need to stay home and they're not going to lose their job or whatever the hell, um, that's how you prevent, you know, 
people getting coronavirus when they go shopping and stuff. Yeah. So it's like important to try to use the establishments that you know people are being treated well and because it's better for everybody. Everybody's safer, including your ass. That's so. right. So there you go. That's my experience. And I'm glad that we finally <laughs> well, have everything. And I'm going to do it next week. And I'm excited. I Yeah. It's a little challenging and scary, yes. but it's going to be fine. Do you feel like you wish you had a helper? Kind of, yeah. But I don't. So that's okay. Do you think it will be impossible for me to film on the main floor while you are like no. grunting and screaming or like... I no, don't, no, what are no. the sounds? I don't know. <clears throat> it's going to be a lot of measuring and cutting. Okay. okay? It's not like screaming and cr- <laughs> yelling. It's like. It's not like RSO. Oh, okay. It's four and a half inches. Okay. Let me just write that down. Okay. Let me, now let me transport this giant thing. Into and then the you dash. have to go outside and then do your thing. Well, no, I think I got a way so I don't have to go outside. I think I can just cut it with a utility knife, to be honest with you. Okay. Except for that 145 degree angle cut. Yes. That's going to have to. Gotcha. I'm still trying to decide things like, do I use the, I have two three by five sheets of cement backer board. Do I do them this way, like forward or backward, or do I do them on their side and cut like strips that fit into the bathroom? I don't know. See, these are things I have to use math to, to answer these questions. Oh, that's stressful. I have a question. Okay. This is a lot to, for, to think about and plan for. Yeah. Do you think that we will not do Dungeons and Dragons this week? No, we will. Okay. Yeah, I I have to do a little bit of research and studying for that because we finished our first campaign and it was like, I was like, thank God that's over. <clears throat> and then I was like, these are the things I got to learn really quick and get organized on. Yeah. So our first attempt at a Dungeons and Dragons campaign with our children has been a success. And yeah, the children they, love it. They love it. So much. So we have to continue doing it. Yeah. okay so there so we're gonna have to just figure it out all right we're moving on to finally finally the most recent record that we have bought and listened to super high and stoned wow and drunk sorry and it was a surprise record as far as i think well you wanted you expected it on monday i did arrived just in time for your kids free weekend with your wife yeah and it definitely did and we got to listen to siamese dream by the smashing pumpkin that's right and it was awesome and this is a hard record to find. Oh, my God. It's so hard to find. But I will say this. We listened to it the first time through. There were definitely parts where it's like, I can eliminate listening to this entire side of this one record or something. What? There were some songs where it's just like, I, I don't want to listen to that all the time. I can't. You know, like how some records you can listen to it all the way through, like all. Oh, I, I thought don't there were that way at all. I thought there was a couple of songs you didn't like. In no, there. there's one song that I don't like. Oh, okay. I, and okay. I stated that very explicitly. I know. This is the single song on the song I don't like, and this is why. Okay. There's certainly not a side of the record that I would not listen to. Okay. Well, but I like that's it. that's your experience, That's I my guess. experience, yeah. Well, what's the sides you don't like? I don't like the... Um... Oh, you don't like the end, all that weird shit. Yeah, I don't. I guess that's... I. Yeah, I... I feel you. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, that's but that's pretty much it. So there's one, two, three, three sides, right? Well, there are four sides. <laughs> but there's three that I would listen to. Oh, yes, yes. So anyway, I was, regardless, I'm so happy it showed up and it made me so thrilled. And I was like, this is a real good record right here. This is like one I'm proud to add in my collection of records. It's cute. It looks nice. 
Yeah, it's got it's printed in metallic ink. That's you know, good. I mean that's not cheap to do. Um Hooray. So yeah, I'm glad we got that one. So the next one that you've stated that you want is a Tori Amos album. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with this particular time period in my okay. life of Smashing Pumpkins okay. and Tori Amos. I think those are the only I mean, we still have not gotten any like There's ra- tool radiohead and records. all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, I would totally oh my god, can you imagine what that sounds like? <gasps> okay, now I want, now that's what I want. You'd rather have a tool than Tori Amos? But you're such a feminist lady. Um, I guess I gotta get you Tori Amos. <laughs> we'll see, but I know that tool which tool album are you interested in? Adaba. Is that okay? Yeah. All right, well, there you go. That's uh, coronavirus time with Corona the Van Yeah. And uh, <coughs> we hope you're all faring well and everybody has good health. Ooh, I'm dabbing big time. And I hope you all are having healthy... Um, <coughs> I hope you all have a uh, positive, good mental health. Okay. Thank you. I agree with that statement. Goodbye. <laughs> right now doing this podcast okay all right i left i'm gonna leave that recording here. that's gonna be the intro okay let's go to the next thing which is what do you want a bong hit no it's listener letters send in your letters to mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com share your cannabis story ask your stoner questions or request some good old-fashioned advice from a mom and dad stoner we'll field your questions on cannabis growing cbd relationships parenting us you whatever we'll look up the answers stoned again that is mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com do it okay today's email i have we've moved around a little we've taken some things out right yeah um, it's basically a stoner story as far as uh, your cannabis journey. Okay. And some questions. I've been smoking regularly for about eight years now. I am 30 years old. Helps with my mood swings most of all, but also with my depression and anxiety. My significant other smoked here and there growing up. But when we started dating, he had not in a few years. And now we smoke every night. Last week we had the kids. The weather was horrible and kids are going through a phase. We typically wait for the kids to be asleep before we step on our back patio to smoke. But with how stressful last week was, we found ourselves stepping outside to take turns to get a quick puff. I have quite the tolerance and SO is building his. He knows his limit to just chill out and not be stony baloney. Anyways, we know that we are able to fully parent our kids and it's so nice to hear your podcast to know we aren't the only ones. We aren't bad parents because we need to a little help to stay more chill through the day. We both have uh, high expectations for ourselves. Both have excellent jobs and our family comes first. Cannabis just makes us able to actually enjoy things in life, gets us out of our heads and helps us to be better parent people in general. I am a new stepmommy. By new, I mean a year. Any tips on being a stepmom in general? Kids are almost two and three. So little babies, we get them weekly and do not have the best relationship with the bio mom, but we all do our best for the kids sake. I really just wanted to say it's nice to know that there are other fully functioning parents who can smoke and still have a successful family and work life. It makes me not feel like a bad stepmom for it. 
Thank you so much That's for your nice. letter. Did yes. you like that letter? We just like seeing all the different, you know, examples of who's smoking weed, what kind of parents are out there smoking weed. Um, you know, different reasons everybody's smoking weed. I'm going to smoke some weed right now. Do it, honey. Smoke that weed. And that was a lot of reading for me. Yeah. So here we go. Okay. Sorry. Here she goes, ladies and gentlemen. You have to hold it like that. Yeah. Otherwise you get like, there's no water in it. Okay. Any tips on being a stepmom in general? I don't know why I'm staring at you. (laughs) Well, (laughs) My tips would be this. I have, I have tips. One, read books about it. um, Because there is a lot of, there are a lot of research uh, resources out there. So that people do know how to be good, healthy step parents. So yeah, I have lots of thoughts and feelings about being a stepmom. And really when the bio mom is involved, no matter what the relationship is, like that is the relationship for the child that needs to be protected and exalted, you know? And sometimes as a stepmom, that can be tough if, you know, you see or you know that, real mom is making mistakes or, or whatever. The biggest thing to know is to have humility, (laughs) you know, um, and to respect that relationship because it is hugely important. Step parents don't have rights to those kids, you know, and as long as bio mom is in the picture, like you're always going to be second fiddle to bio mom and the kids the kids bio mom then it's you you know then it's like your relationship with your man that's how I approach it um and I'm a set mom it's also different for me because I'm also a bio mom so and my actual kids have my actual kids my biological children have a stepmother so I see I see every angle and it's very important for every single person to be as mature as possible. And the number one rule is the kids come first and nobody's bullshit matters. Like it doesn't matter any of the drama or the nonsense. And you never, ever, ever visit adult problems and adult situations onto kids. It's very like immature and bad and unhealthy to do that. Right. Um, and sometimes in some situations it's the bio parents that are doing that and, and it's, it sucks. And so when people are doing that, you have to do your best to like educate where you can. And in some places it's completely not even your place to educate. Like you're, you know, like maybe you and bio mom, like don't even really communicate. You know what I'm saying? The other hard thing about being a stepmom is like seeing what, that first original relationship kind of does to your partner. Um, It can be so stressful for them to have to balance when somebody is, you know, toxic or they're not getting along to have to, you know, balance my current wife and my ex-wife, the mother of my children and everybody's feelings. It's a very complicated role to be in. So you have to like, somebody has to always take the, the higher road. Like that's my thing is that mom is like, I also, I have a whole article. Did you know I have an article on my podcast or, or on my website, David, about, about being what? a second wife? <laughs> no, I don't remember it. It's called advice for the second time around. It's a lot of this kind of stuff. I guess of like, you're really awesome. Oh, okay. Here, here are the highlights from it, you guys. 
self-confidence is essential to becoming a happy second wife. Self-confidence? Yeah. Like you gotta, you can't be like, like a, a man that's a dad he, and a ex-husband. He's got his hands full, you know? <laughs> You've got to bring your own confidence and comfort, right? You can't constantly be like, give to me, give to me, give to me, because it's just not realistic when people are parents. Uh, what else? Uh, never come into a marriage intending to replace a parent. I mean, I guess I'm just assuming that the other, the real parent is like a good parent. Obviously when there's like terrible abuse, it's different. But, um, for the most part, like modern day divorce and blended families, like everybody gets 50, 50 and you know, not, it's not super common for one person to have like everything, you know what I mean? As far as, uh, parental rights to the kids, if, you know, like we live in a time now when dads are like stepping up and not leaving and <laughs> all of that stuff after divorce. So anyway, what don't encourage a spouse's bad behavior. And that one I meant, like, you don't need to encourage him bitching about her. Like if he need, ha needs an outlet, that's one thing, but you've got to limit it. You've got to put a limit on it on what, at one point because we all have to move on and be happy. And second wife doesn't necessarily want to constantly be bombarded with the drama of first wife. It's like, not my problem. I'm not that person. I didn't create this mess. You know, oh, it's all a balance. I guess that's my closing statement. It's okay. really a balance. And it's very individual depending on you know, everyone's different circumstances, but the goal is a healthy blended family where everybody feels equally important and accepted. I saw another one on my piece that I liked my article on my blog, except for extreme cases, teach a child to honor and respect their birth parents. Never, ever talk mess about a child's parent to them. It is so rude and terribly disrespectful for everybody involved um, and it's not anybody's place as an adult to be manipulating how a child feels, you know, towards their their parent. And that's like your biggest mistake you can make as a step parent, you know, like you're not there as a replacement unless, of course, you are because of an extreme case. Um, and then, yeah, I want to repeat to find some literature and like listen to, you know, an, aud an audio book or whatever about parenting and step parenting, because that'll, you know, if you're coming from nothing, you have to start educating yourself someplace. And, you know, your kids are so young. So you've got a lot of time <laughs> to figure it out. You know, they're still at the age where like you can really invest a lot of time in, in um, educating yourself when they're not there, you know, because um, they're just little babies. And I mean, the real work of parenting is not when they're two and three. It's like when they're like full on kids and you're truly molding who they're going to become like in the next few fucking years. Like that's how it feels to me. Like parenting just gets more serious as they're older. Absolutely. And step parenting just gets more serious as they're older. And the other thing I just want to say is like modeling what you want for your kids is like my biggest philosophy, just modeling the behavior that you want for them when they're adults and the relationship that you want for them. So that's what I, that's why like talking mess about parents and, and stuff like that's not something that you want to ever encourage, you know? So you want to always be modeling that, uh, the best possible scenario for your kids so that that's what they remember and they, and they are looking for when they are looking for partners in the future.
right? I feel like that's my job as stepmom is to show my stepkids, like, this is how their father is loved and accepted in a family, that he's, you know, exalted in this way and that we, me and him get along so well and we are always laughing and our family comes first and our relationship comes first. And, you know, that's important stuff for kids to see in a family, in a family unit. I mean, as long as there's two parents there, you got to model that unity and affection as much as possible. Absolutely. The end. I'm sorry I talked so much. That's okay. Okay. So thank you so much for your wonderful question and sharing your cannabis story with us. You guys can send in your letters to mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. That's it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Do you know what's up next? Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah. What is it? It's Stone Conversations with uh, you and me. Okay. I was just quizzing him because he doesn't have like this, the show script in front of him. So. I've got it in my brain. All right. But it's well, wrong. In are, my brain. Well, you were correct. But oh. are you stoned? Yeah. I'm, I took like that, you know, dry bong hit. Well, that was water. quite a while ago. And I you're know, still but... complaining about it. Maybe take another hit right, and move give, on. Give it to me. Don't hold it crazy like last time and then complain again. Okay, where's the lighter? You gotta hold it up and down straight like this. <laughs> okay. okay. Right? You see? I did it. You did it. Good job. I'm gonna do it now. <laughs> what do we think of this show? It's, I don't know about it. <laughs> Are we still listening to this thing? These people have been doing this for too long, too many years now. That's why I like our review this week, because we say it's like, it sounds really good and yet feels very informal. Okay, yeah. well, guess what? It is very informal. <laughs> All, right. All right, what are we talking about today? Okay, today we're going to talk about aesthetically pleasing Woo! stoner gear. David had this idea when he was doing stuff. To, oh, he was fantasizing about our our upcoming Empire Glassworks oh. shipment that we're expecting with bated breath. I got to tell you, honey. That's a big one because, you know, (laughs) we see a lot of interesting things, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think like there's certain milestones, like there's certain products that are just like, well, the longer you're in it, in the industry, like I remember like my first little G pen, pen, little pens, you know, and now it's like, I never use that type of thing like ever, you know, and it just, the way things have evolved over the last six years, I'd say the volcano. Was the first one where it was like, man, if we could only get a volcano. And then we got a volcano. Now we got a volcano. So anyway, today we're talking about what are some accessories, cannabis gear, different stuff that look amazing. We're specifically thinking about these Empire Glasswork pieces because they are so beautiful. And there are some silhouettes and and brands not not specifically empire glassworks that just have a very elevated and modern look you know to their products what are different uh accessories and and gear and things like that that really set a higher standard for what stoner stuff can look like or do yeah well you know do you want me to answer some of those questions i'm scratching oh 
Well, so we just kind of jotted down what are the first things. So we love the Empire Glasswork stuff because um, it's just beautiful. This particular brand is like, well, you wanted to talk about like heady glass. Where is all that? I got got rid rid of that. I got rid of it. Well, because I was reading. Okay, so (laughs) in our show notes, I know I like when we started off talking about this, it's all stemming from Empire Glassworks. Right. Because it's like we have this great opportunity. We're going to work with them. And it's like. I just feel so, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I looked at their website, like, oh my God, I love that. I love that. Oh my God, look at that. It's beautiful. We have a few of their pieces over the years. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but it's no. not just the dragon. Bomb, what was the other one? I have a Pokemon Chillum. That's right. You like that Chillum. And I, that's all I can remember. I but I swear there's one more other small thing that I have like that Chillum. Well. I can't remember. There are pieces, if you aren't familiar with them, you should look it up. It's Works, W-E-R-K-S. So it's Empire Works class. And they have things where they'll have amazing creations, like environments inside of a bong, like an under-the-sea escape or a tree or mushrooms or fruit. I mean, just gorgeous, gorgeous. Just whatever that glasswork is called where it's like they're they're actually making like intricate that's called heady glass. so that's called heady glass so the thing that i had in our show notes earlier that i removed because it just sounded silly when i was reading it was there's heady glass Mm -hmm. and heady glass is anything like you'll see glass pieces that can go up they could be over twenty thousand dollars you know it's like hand-blown artisan glass that is also a functional glass bong okay um and sometimes there you'll see like glass artisans that'll make like maybe their whole thing is very gross and it's like an eyeball with ooze on it and stuff like that you you get a lot of that kind of stuff but then there's other pieces where they'll do amazing like dab rigs that are like flowers and shit you know unbelievable so anyway anything you see like that that's artisan even like the gross eyeballs and stuff it's like you're still like wow you gotta respect (laughs) the work that went into it you're like how did they do that so that is called heady glass okay and if you just look up heady glass on the internet you can you'll see many 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 very expensive artisan pieces like that okay um, another one that's kind of in that category that you wrote down here is the uh, HVY glass. Oh, one. yeah. So those are the, like, my prettiest bongs that I've ever had as the stoner mom. Do you want to hit this, baby? No, I'm okay right now. Um, Have all been from HVY. And I all bought them in person at um, head shops. I just love that brand. You can find them here and there on the internet. There was a while, uh, for a while, Dink Geek was carrying at yeah. least Violet, that violet one that i have mm-hmm. um but those are really pretty and you know that's just another example of a brand where but they use like colors yeah. and like and those um, glass marbles those balls mm-hmm. yeah um it's just so beautiful they are gorgeous and so yeah. it's like you feel like every piece is it's obviously every piece is unique and like oh, mm-hmm. can't be replicated and it's just very very lovely so so that's heady glass and then the other type of glass is scientific glass. And Which scien- is like... It's like it's a practical form and function kind of thing. Like it, it might look really super modern, and but it serves a purpose. Oh. You know? Like that's why I'm in the Dynavap, I would feel like falls in that category because it's like... The Dynavap isn't glass. It's not glass. You're right. So that's stupid. Forget <laughs> that I said that. <laughs> Maybe. Um, okay. But you know, another one would be like, like you, we were here, the air bong is a, is a scientific glass piece because it serves purposes. Like, you know, the thing where you can hide your fucking lighter in it. And it's also has like a water. You can use the whole thing as a water and ice reservoir. I thought it meant like, just like, like a beaker bong. 
is like a beaker style, and then it's made from that borsalilla glass. Well, yeah, but it also has like shower heads and oh, honeycombs and like stuff. all that kind of stuff that's an enhancement to your experience. Oh. So that's like like the gravity bong, the Gravitron is gotcha. a he- is a scientific glass. So bong. this particular bong that we're using right now has a honeycomb percolator here. Right. And then it has all of these slits down here with a fixed down stem. Right. So built in percolation there. That's the scientific glass. Okay. So it's like an advancement. That out. Yeah. There you go. Um, well, I'm thinking about aesthetically pleasing bongs. And so you said the air bong. That's a bong that I have. You can look at it on the stonermom.com, I think, if you just Google. I mean, search. <laughs> air bong um with a very modern look and feel to it that i think is so beautiful um and then the session bong that aesthetic is so nice same kind of like very modernized aesthetic and then they may i like their um little hand pipe is really beautiful you know that that green one that Mm -hmm. i have anyway i like it too um you wrote down the summerland bongs i love that one because it's all porcelain yeah and then they make that apple and what else it's like an apple a white apple oh yeah i don't know what else they make but hand pipe but it all has that would you say porcelain it's all porcelain Mm -hmm. and it's all one piece so like even the bong the porcelain bong it looks like the bowl like I don't even know if the bowl's removable. It might have a giant carb on the side. I don't know. Interesting. So, um, yeah, I think those are cool. Um, would you consider Grav aesthetically pleasing? I would because those mini bubblers, like the vodka martini glass and the um, coffee cup, those. Then, there's a milk crate, crate yeah. a shaker, alcohol shaker. Yep. Cocktail shaker. Oh, Ooh, our lights turned on. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's not even dark outside. It's even close to being dark outside. <laughs> um, Oops. But anyway, yeah, I would. I love those pieces. I think they're very unique and interesting and cool. And that coffee mug thing hits bubbler hits better than anything I think I've ever. Yeah, there are a lot of options nowadays as far as like um, a piece of glass that completely suits your aesthetic, whether it be grandma style, right? Like I've got grandma style bongs yeah. or like super like asexual modernized, like, you know bongs you can do anything the most fun is just to just walk into a head shop and like see all the crazy stuff just look have. at everything but if you feel like everything at that head shop is kind of the same i don't know you had to go to a different head shop maybe <laughs> but i've had that experience at head shops before yeah i have two where it's like these are all transparent and tall like you got all of these from the same like three manufacturers yeah you know um, so like always looking for places that have like a lot of local people, yeah. then you're definitely a little bit more looking at something that's um, more unique. I mean, there's full on glass shops that are just like that. Like what's that one called? Illusion glass. Mm-hmm. It's all super expensive, crazy mm-hmm. stuff. So, OK, OK. Vapes and e-rigs, really any crazy devices that are. Yeah. Um, aesthetically pleasing or super like they set a higher standard what stoner stuff means you know um i obviously put my favorite vaporizer down which is da vinci the da vinci iq2 you love that thing. this is the only thing out of all i have used the mv1 i've used the mighty the firefly the packs um the first da vinci iq i have all of those this is my favorite it is the only one that tells you how much THC you just consumed it's the only one that tells you how much cbd you just consumed without an app 
So without an app, all on board, it's 100% my favorite. I love it. It's the one I keep next to me it's if I'm cool. going to vape. I just have to remind myself to vape, honestly. Why not? <laughs> it's know. a different experience. Um, we talked, we mentioned the classic volcano vaporizer earlier. You know what? So one of the employees of Black Taco was there for five years. Okay. And they celebrated her fifth year anniversary. Yes. And they bought her a volcano. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Yes. I was like at a meeting and I was like, and by the way, your volcano is coming soon. This person we're talking about now. Uh, I was like, oh my God, you bought her a volcano. Awesome. <laughs> the volcano is, I mean, what are your guys' experience? I haven't really... I, I guess my experience with the volcano is it's like this luxury thing. It's very effective when I use it. Yeah. But I do not use it very often. No, but it is cool. But um, I would never give it up. It's my one of my favorite things. I intend to have my volcano when I'm an old lady and all of my kids are not living in this house. And I guess I won't be an old lady because I had kids young. So I guess it, how many years? When I'm an old lady. When <laughs> So, um, okay. here's what you mean. Yes. But you know what? Honey? What? Um, that thing is cool if you have, like, if you have a party or something at mm-hmm. your house or just like adults who smoke weed, that's the thing you want to break yeah, up. Yeah, like pre corona virus, it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, it has a yeah. part of the action is you like push in with yeah. your lips to, you know. You have to do two bags and give them their own. So I guess, should we explain what things are? The volcano vaporizer is the one, it's like one of the first ones. It's like a classic stoner thing by Stores and Bickle. And it uses a big balloon system. That's a delivery system. There, there can be like a, God, what do they call the tubes? Like a forced air tube or a forced air balloon. And that literally means you have like a three foot balloon or you can buy like the five feet balloons. (laughs) I'm not kidding. It's like you can hold it next to me and it's like the same height. (laughs) And it's filled with vapor and it's really concentrated. It's so good. I really enjoy it. It can be harsh. um, But every time I I use it, I'm like, oh, this is the best. Why don't I do this every day? It is. And it lasts a long time. Oh, it makes you so high. But it's it would not fall under any sort of discrete category. Yeah. <laughs> Plus the the balloons are made out of like cellophane and they go <laughs> like when they're like I remember once so it was nighttime we put, we had to put it in our closet because it was like all night long it was like going because <laughs> it was letting that air out slowly that vapor out slowly. This is why I don't ever really film with them because I'm like. Then I find myself like taking the balloon, like putting the laundry yeah. room, and like you gotta put it in the third <laughs> level of your house or something. You have to put it in the basement and lock it in a box. <laughs> We're exaggerating its noise, but it's it's a very fun thing. It is that I am proud to own. Okay, uh, I wrote down the G Pen Connect. That's your number one pick right now. I think this is the alternative, the affordable, smart alternative to things like the Switch, the Dr. Dapper Switch, and the Puffco Peak, of which I have both. I've used both. I've, you know, reviewed both on my website. And definitely liked both, but guess what? Now now that I've had the G-Pen, for how, since last Christmas, before last Christmas, I haven't used either one of those. Yeah. Sense. This thing is just this way, is all I use. way, way easier. You hook it up to whatever rig you want, like whatever piece of glass you want to want to use it on. Like you know the student glass, yeah. thing. There, are pe- you can put this on that. 
Come on, man. Yes. No. So, honey. Yes. Damn. So high. So that's a thing. Well, that's amazing. I Yeah. So I cannot like recommend this thing more. I feel like it's still like a vaporizer. Type, well, like email type thing where you're going to occasionally replace the atomizer. You might want to get a second battery, you know, so you don't, you're not feeling that bat, those battery woes. But I will say like we did have an issue with the first one that yes. we got and they sent us they just said describe what's going on and send us pictures and they sent us the parts that we needed. What was it? The atomizer part? It was the they sent us a new battery which they didn't need to do, but it was the atomizer. Yeah, and it's like always the atomizer. Mm. Um and that's just a common thing that really does happen with a lot of these wax pen type things that's why you do end up having to get new atomizers those are like not that expensive it's intense heat um yeah they're just eventually it's just like you know how they when you get them they look so nice and clean and perfect like eventually you're gonna want that again i have not actually replaced this atomizer i guess since that first time so i must have two and i think Mm. the other one looks just like this one as far as like use and wear Um, but I swear by it. I love it. And I literally use it every single day. I also want to say fancy honey straws, electronic honey straws. Very good investment. You like those? Yeah. I don't know why I said fancy, but, um, they are so nice. And I guess we're talking about aesthetically pleasing, but I just think they're such a handy way to consume concentrates um you, what about the what's that one you like the aries i like the links the most the links the, um because it it's the most attractive and it works the best in my opinion as far as the ones i have i also have the um the every by dip devices and i would like to try dip devices because they have just a honey straw oh, you know like know. the every is like kind of a newer thing mm-hmm. but they the whole dip device thing is a honey straw. Right. So I want to try that because I think it is really nice. Okay. Well, we got to check it out. Um, And then I was thinking about just other stuff. We thought about the Canador. Canador makes these humidifiers that are so gorgeous. Of, yeah. You know, this beautiful wood and it's just everything there is is uh included there's like these glass jars and like they give you the bevita packs or whatever um there's like a water i don't even know how to to describe the humidity thing but you like soak it in water and anyway i have one i love it i think it's gorgeous i don't show it off nearly enough because i don't have enough storage if i had like a bigger like console area you know where our record player was Mm -hmm. i would keep that canador out like as a showpiece yeah you know Mm -hmm. But right now it's just kind of buried on my shelf. Yeah. Does it have a glass top or no? No. Okay. It's like a like a cigar humidor. It's very cool. Um, nice storage bags. Those Rob Rodney bags. If you like leather, I think they're beautiful. I, I love so mine. Too. I use mine every day. If you're not into leather, I don't think they have a non-leather, but they must because that snakeskin. <laughs> It's not not leather and it's not snakeskin. So that would be it. I think I'm probably misspeaking, but I think those are really pretty. There's obviously all sorts of different storage bags, stash bag companies. We love stash objects. Um, That's a good choice for non-leather, especially if you're looking for that case shape. They are one of the originals. Love those bags. Then, of course, there's all those like... um, Sort of more female geared. Remember like Anabis mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. the Urbana bags. Mm-hmm. And these are like 
purses or like smaller like clutches or bags you can keep inside of your purse and that have like many of them have like secret little places where you hide your weed and they are very effective i've used the you secret compartments these, yeah. like and gotten searched so and it worked surprisingly yeah. so anyway there's those i like those two brands i d- i didn't even look to see if they were still around i'm pretty sure they I, are. I assume but that I they are um that's another thing about the cannabis industry sometimes pe- things that you around. adore just like sneak guard my sneak guard uh yeah what are those lock the canister yeah. they're like canisters with a padlock like a combination lock on them i love those they're Can't amazing them they don't exist anymore um gold leaf shout them out they're that amazing is they're doing all kinds stuff. of crazy shit now they're they, yeah they have a packaging company like, like if you need to get packaging for your weed or your hemp oh they can do that for you which i think is smart i imagine it's very attractive yeah because all of their stuff is very attractive so beautiful artwork cannabis related artwork that's what i was looking at that Colorado. there's like a colorado print now with like a greenhouse grow really and then mountains huh. and it says like colorado and it's like something about legalization i love it and enlightenment something like that but lots of beautiful stuff they're known for their uh cannabis journals like strain journals mm-hmm. they have cbd journals now they have like a dog dosing journal um and i'm always been a big advocate when you're starting your cannabis practice for medical purposes it really helps to write stuff down because you forget everything when you're stoned you forget how much you took you forget where you got it, you forget the circumstances um how you were feeling and then you forget how it made you feel you know because maybe you just feel great and then you never write it down yeah and then you don't know so it's always good if you don't have a fancy journal just write it down but props to gold leaf for they're being good beautiful yeah they've always been amazing <laughs> we well we have some of their stuff in our home they make good stuff yeah they're like the moleskin of the journal world <laughs> for cannabis yeah i would like to get some more art yeah actually i bet we can arrange now that. that i see like they're expanded because i remember when they literally had like two prints yeah you know mm-hmm. they had um, the terpene chart and the 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 yeah the bud oh yeah mm-hmm. I remember all that but now they have lots of things they do we should revisit them and see what uh, what's going on they're that whole the operation behind that they really do all kinds of cool stuff they make clothes too mm-hmm. all right <laughs> they make jeans I know I have some <laughs> do I, they still fit you I, yeah I love them they're great <laughs> jeans. I can't remember the name of it. Noble. Noble. Noble denim. Yeah. Very nice. If you're a denim person, <laughs> they make like double ring spun Japanese denim je- jeans with salvage tape on them. And it's like you can't find it. I mean, it doesn't exist unless Levi's makes it. Anyway. All right. So, so grow a ki- grow equipment. Aesthetically yes. pleasing grow equipment. So the only Does thing. Does that exist? Yeah. They've got, now you've probably seen a lot of self-contained grow boxes that you can put in your home. I, f- I follow Space Buckets on Reddit. <laughs> well, those people make those themselves. I know. And none of, of those, buckets. none of them I would consider aesthetically pleasing. No. Occasionally you might see one, but. Yeah. It's usually an orange Home Depot bucket. Yeah. And then another one on top of it turned up to yes, a light inside of it. Yes. But yeah. Um, but that's cool that they do yes, that. Yes, it mean, is cool. They open it up and you're like, holy, There's whoa. a plan in there. 
Um, it's crazy. Or there's, I, yeah. Anyway, so there's people who do IKEA hacks too, where they make their yes. own grow cabinet that looks like a file cabinet, and then you pull out a weed plant. But um, then there's some commercial ones. The top one right now that I've seen advertised a lot. I don't know how any of these work. Well, I'm not. That's not true. I'm gonna get to that in a minute. But there's Grobo. And the Grobo is just like a cabinet, and I'm sure, I think it's like two thousand dollars. Oh my! Or more, and you put it in your corner, and it's all self-contained, and it, you, I think it has an app, and you just put the plant in there and set it and forget it, and then in three months you got weed. Um, I think you have to just like your phone will say like, "Oh my God, your nutrients are low," and then you got to go fill up the nutrients in the dosing thing that it has. Interesting. The other one that we actually worked on with Black Dog is called Cloud Ponics. Now that actually existed. I don't think they're around anymore, but if I feel like Black Dog somehow owns them now and they're going to make a comeback. But they sell black their cabinet is self-contained and has a light a Black Dog light in it. And the interesting thing about it is we had them and we tested them and they work. Like so basically the way they work is you can put six plants in a cabinet and you shut it. It looks like a little wooden refrigerator. There's the top half where you open the door and you put your plants in and shut it. And the bottom half you open up and this thing slides out and has the nutrients in it. And then you do the same thing. You turn it on and you can control it through your phone and it doses your plants through aeroponics, which means it just shoots water on the roots that hang down and then it grows plants. So it's hydroponic system. Dang. So that's the other one. Um Again, very expensive. So, but you know, if you're worried about, well, if, we're talking about kind of fancier things. Yeah, if you can't have a grow tent in your house, then and, but you want to grow weed, then this is the way you go. There's many options now of integrated into your furniture. Like, this will look cool in the corner of your house next to your television set. You know, <coughs> so those exist. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of cool stuff we talked about there, lady. Don't you think so? Ooh, that was a big dab. Yes, obviously never a requirement that you need to spend a ton of money to smoke weed every day (laughs) right but it is fun sometimes to look at how things have advanced in the last 12 months whatever you know three years absolutely all of that i like to revisit that kind of stuff i do too i i think there's all kinds of neat stuff out there yeah so well that was a fun episode of stoned i thought it would turn into fun times talking about stuff like that (laughs) all right did you i did all right well that was fun okay goodbye bye What's going on in Dave's Grow? Hi, honey. Hi, baby. How are you? How doing? are you? I'm I'm doing all right. I mean, how's your grow? <laughs> how's your grow? <laughs> um, good. Um, I've got man. I've just had a lot of bad attempts at growing cannabis lately. <laughs> what are you talking I went, about? Uh, so for the past few weeks, I've really tried to seed start, and I just fried all my seeds, and then. Yes. I finally got some going, and then I, right when I thought they were about to handle light, I put them under a light, and then they started shrinking back up. But guess what? They bounced back, and they're all okay. So the seeds I asked you about, I was like, do you want me to do Maui Wowie again? Do you want me to do Think Fast? Remember, I was going through all my old seeds and like, do you want any of these old-time favorites? 
and we pick some. So those are all looking good. Okay. And then I've just got seeds from homegrown cannabis company. And I've got, we picked out four strains and they just sent me seeds and I'm going to take pictures of them and germinate them and junk. But uh, so I'm going to do two more seed grows. And then after those are done, we're not, we're done with weed for the year. We're over. And then we're going to switch to hemp and we're going to start cultivating hemp indoors again to find good clones to make mothers out of. So, um, yeah, that's that. That's the only thing that's going on. There's still seedlings. And then the other thing is my garden, honey. Yes. Man, I put that foul, rank, disgusting, stinky compost. Man, it stank so bad. I mean, like it was a, it was months and months worth of strawberries, cucumber peels, potato peels, coffee grinds, eggshells, fruit. Ugh. And, you know, I would stir it occasionally, but then I took the, I said, I got to, it's so foul. I got to, I got to get rid of it. So I went down and I stirred it with a big, with my giant crowbar. Okay. I was like stirring it and I was just like, whoa, this smells like poo. And I had gloves on and I would physically reach into the can and grab a glob of poo and throw it on the base of every plant in the garden. Okay. Like I was like, this stinks. And I was so grossed out when it was over. I was like, I ha- I stink. I need to take a shower, Catherine. I feel like it's on me and it's a part of me forever. <laughs> But I will say the garden, like since I've done that, has responded like crazily. So remember when I picked kale the other day yeah. and I was like, look at this kale. It wasn't an impressive amount, but it was still kale. Now the kale plants are double the size that they were just three days ago. So we have to eat kale. The tomato plants have grown a foot. Um, the be- the pepper plants have grown six inches and then we're talking just a few days okay so compost works <laughs> i guess is what i'm trying to say and i remember it's last year super gross. yeah and last year i experienced the same thing i remember like i was like dang my tomato plants have immediately produced tomatoes when i threw that yucky stuff under it wow. so there go do that and then in my greenhouse i'm not even sure what i'm growing anymore i know that there's some chrysanthemums in there Oh. I was watching you did a video for the membership thing and you took a little trip in there and you're like, I think these are all radishes. Those weren't radishes. Those oh. were those were chrysanthemums and then like a passion fruit plant, which Sorry. I don't know what to do. And then there was one bell pepper. And then on the other side were the radishes and then there's tomatoes and I think there's Brussels sprouts and spinach. I don't know, man. But we got to look again. I know that there somewhere in here there's cucumbers. I just don't know where they are. Um, and then we got our pumpkin patch growing. I think I'm going to throw some more seeds in the ground because mm-hmm. the best time to plant pumpkin seeds is when the soil is 70 degrees or, uh, you know, around uh, over 70 degrees. And well, it's over 70 degrees right now. Yeah. So I planted those seeds when it was still a little cold, but they have come up out of the ground. They're going to be nice pumpkin vines. Um, and that's it, babe. That's, I mean, we really talked more about vegetables than weed, but I don't know what to tell you. I did, man, I made my first, there's a strain out there that we have right now called golden cherry and happy flower company. Mm. And I love it. So I've been trying to track it down, trying to track it down and I have not been able to track it down. And then I had a weird conversation with a dude the other day in Colorado and it turns out he's the guy who created this thing. And so I bought, I was like, please give me seeds, sell me seeds. I don't want 5,000 seeds. I'm not a giant farm. So I finagled it down to like 200 seeds. So 
I have golden cherry and I'm going to grow it and it's going to be amazing and we're going to sell it. And the other one is berry bliss. I got berry bliss too. Seeds. So anyway, that's it. That's it. That's it. I don't have. Oh, we do have new crumble. If you're listening and you're a CBD concentrate person. Yeah. Go to happyflowercompany.com and try yourself some cherry cherry wine. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I like it personally. Um, yeah, you've been it, using it. It's the full spectrum crumble, but it looks more like a slab to me. But Oh, it's crumbly. I like it. Yeah. Come try it. I invite you. <laughs> That's it. That's what's going on my girl. Well, thanks, Dave, for sharing. You're welcome. Love you. Love you, too. It's the end of the show. You've made it to the end of the show. Congratulations. Big thanks to all of you who make it this far. This is where we ask you guys to help support the show in one of several ways. First off, tell your friends and family about us. Recommend the show when you can. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also leave us a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. We love to read reviews on the show when we get them. So if you'd like to hear your review show. Do you have a little touch of the laryngitis? I'll just... (laughs) So if you'd like to hear your review shouted out, leave us one. And we have a review and it's so nice. Let's hear it. Catherine and Blavid. (laughs) Yeah? Can you believe we've really gotten people to call you Blavid? It's the best thing I've ever seen. You did it. People we don't know across America. <laughs> Years of being called Blavid. I long for the day when someone like pulls you aside and it's like, Blavid? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Remember when you were at the art museum and someone was like, Oh my God. David? <laughs> Are you David from the Star Mom show? <laughs> Are you the Star Mom sidekick? Okay. I love her. <laughs> I was like, that's me. I'm sorry. I just, it cracks me up that everyone says Blavid. It's my favorite thing. Catherine and Blavid make a podcast that feels like your wonderful neighbors next door chatting with you. Nice. Hey, God, that is so sweet. Always fun, informative, and really relaxing to listen to. They both have amazing personalities that shine through. A strong podcast presentation. It sounds professional, but feels so informal. Wow. A refreshing podcast. And you really enjoy the conversation and energy of it. That is the nicest review I've ever read. I think that's a very thoughtful and nice (laughs) review. Thank you so much. It's so nice. And I like that you said that we sound like wonderful neighbors because we're trying to really uh, grow ourselves personally and show our neighbors that we're nice. And it's slow going. But we've made some (laughs) tremendous headway lately. (laughs) But we have made tremendous headway. Yeah. Uh, So thank you for complimenting us. Yes. So so much. It makes we us appreciate the comments. Happy. Um, that's it. Other ways you can support us is to just go check out thestonermom.com. That is where we live and exist. And of course, go check out happyflowercompany.com. That is our, as in ours, uh, mine and hemp store where we sell, sell all sorts of legal CBD hemp products. I'm sorry. I don't really want to shill. So there you go. We're not shilling. You're just telling people what our business is. (laughs) I will say, you guys. You should be proud of it. I am proud of it. But these are times when I don't really want to ask people to go spend money on stuff on my behalf. Even if that means hemp, which is like a thing that people use for their own, uh, you know, 
physical well-being. But yeah. I will say you can use code MADAS15. Okay. You are going to go there. M-A-D-A-S-1-5 for 15% off your purchase. And that's yeah. it. It's just you and me f- fulfilling orders. It's Well, it's really just you fulfilling orders. It's really just orders. me. But my energy definitely yeah. goes into each one. She makes all the flower beautiful designs. No, you do that too. I just say. But you tell me what to do. I say I do flowers like this. And I do it. And then he does it. So, see? That's a big, huge part of the brand. <laughs> okay. Well, um, that's us. Are you going to eat some kale? From the garden? Yeah. Sure. Should we make kale chips or is a kale salad any good? And are we talking about dinner, really? What else? Are we no, having? I'm just I'm looking at the kale this entire time, oh, out goodness. the window. And there it's, must be so much. It's just I'm like, how did it grow that big so short? Now it doesn't have that compost post that you described as feces Mm-mm. on the kale that I eat. Right? No, I actually didn't put the compost on the kale. You just put it on the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay. I should have a part of the show where I talk about the community garden that I'm working on. Why not? Because I'm not really a big gardener. No, but you do help with this one particular community garden. But I'm a mom with a big part in the community garden. Exactly. So there. Yeah. I mean, no, I think that's great. I applaud that. I don't know what's going on. Last time I was there. Okay, yeah. Last time I was there, I was sending texts for help. Mm -hmm. And none of them went through. (laughs) (laughs) So I just... We just guessed. We just guessed. We didn't know. Did you put water on the plants? Yeah, I watered a lot. Good. So much. I mean, just my advice is like, if you're worried if something's been watered or not, just water it. It's just never really shaded. Yeah, it's in direct sunlight constantly. And it's hot. And they get beat up by hail and stuff. It sucks. It does. Oh, that's been my experience with the community garden. In our next episode, I'll have my own little da, 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 community garden. How are the Girl Scouts improving your community? Let's hear. Let's check in. And well, find today, out. the Stoner Mom visited the community garden and stomped around. Wait, is this like a like old timey reporter? <laughs> today, the Stoner Mom visited the local community garden and stomped around. <laughs> like that? All right, that's it for the show. <laughs> All right. We'll be back again soon. <clears throat> Until then, please remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every day. Every day. Bye. Bye.